as a quarterback coach combination, where do Matt Ryan and Frank Reich need to rank inside the NFL for the Colts to be as successful as they need to be in 2022? We'll talk about that. Are they actually outside the top 10? Where do they need to nest in order for the Colts to win the AFC South? That's the question. Uh, Indiana basketball, lining up visits from recruits. They got things rolling a little bit, Mike Woodson does in Bloomington. What about Tom Allen as a football coach? Are they ready to roll coming off that winless Big Ten season? Or is the bloom off the rose with Tom Allen and Indiana in deep trouble from a football perspective? Uh, Another bad news out of Bloomington, Hobie Billingsley died Long-time diving coach at Indiana from 1959 to 1989. When I was at IU, he was there. Doc Consulman was there. Sam Bell was there. You, you had, a, obviously, Bob Knight. Others, you had a bunch of really, really good coaches at Indiana. And Hobie Billingsley, one of the best diving coaches ever, passes away. Uh, an illustrious career, for sure. He had uh, Pacers. Uh, ugly game yesterday frankly there's no other way to put it watching them play the phoenix suns yesterday was only necessitated by the british open ending early as it always does he had nothing else to do so you watch the pacers yikes talk about that a little bit the cubs they win and and the pacers they did the right thing with deandre you don't want to enter a bad deal because you don't want another team to get a guy Right, You want to make it more painful for them so you're willing to enter a bad deal? I don't like it. We'll talk about all of that. This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, July 18th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. They do great work. You've got a plumbing problem. they got a plumbing solution. And they, they do the work at the highest possible level. Give them a call, 765-610-8809. The number, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button. We need 222 likes this morning. And if you want to donate, donate. That'd be wonderful. I'll answer your questions. You donate, I get a nice little graphic. It goes bing. And so I notice that there is a question to be answered. All right, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts at CBS.com. They've got a ranking of the top quarterback coach combinations. And there seem to be two distinct tiers within this uh, within this list. And the top six are really the top five, and then six you get-ish, and seven you've got another tier down. Where would uh, Matt Ryan and Frank Reich nest in that list? Well, they're not in that list. They're not among the top ten, and they've got to be among the top ten because if you aren't, you aren't going to be a player once you get to the playoffs, and you may not get to the playoffs at all. Uh, you know, a lot of the picks are relatively obvious, and a lot of them have to do with the quality of the quarterback, obviously. Um, number one, of course, it's Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid. Like, Matt Ryan is not Patrick Mahomes. Frank Reich is not Andy Reid. Um Matt Stafford, Sean McVay, number two. I can't really argue with that. They just won a Super Bowl, for God's sake. How can you elevate Matt Ryan or Frank Reich into the pantheon of the NFL elite 
as those two are coming off their Super Bowl win. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, that's pretty obvious. Best quarterback in the game today and a coach who really kind of vibes with him and gets a lot out of him. Number four, um, Josh Allen and, and Sean McDermott. Hard to argue with that. Uh, Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, number five. And then uh, Lamar Jackson and, and John Harbaugh, number six. You know what? Lamar Jackson's won an MVP, and, and Harbaugh has been the coach of the Ravens for a long time. I, I don't see how anybody in their right mind could put Matt Ryan and Frank Reich above any of those six. I just, it, it doesn't seem like something that anybody in their right mind would do. Uh, Frank Reich, in four seasons as the Colts head coach, has been to the playoffs twice. Matt Ryan has been to one Super Bowl, lost that Super Bowl, had a 28-3 lead, and, and then the Falcons for a variety of reasons, but one of them was him, ganked that game up, lost to the Patriots. So to, to somehow suspect or prognosticate that this pairing uh, will somehow be in the top six, it, it's just not logical. Then you get another group of guys. And I think that Matt Ryan and Frank Reich could live in this group pretty easily. And that's Ryan Tannehill, Mike Vrabel, our number seven. Really? Ryan Tannehill last year was really not very good at all. Receded to the mean, receded to where he was when he was in Miami. And I don't see he and Mike Vrabel as being that conducive. I, I don't think that you would see the Tennessee Titans being among the top half of the teams in the NFL if not, and they were the number one seed in the AFC last year, if not for playing in the AFC South, which, let's face it, no disrespect to the Texans, the Jaguars, or the Colts, but hot garbage last year. They were not, that was not a great division. Then you've got Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, number eight, uh, Herbert Staley, number nine, Murray, Kingsbury, 10. I think Ryan and Reich had better be in that group better be in that second tier because if they're not the Colts aren't going to be very good the Colts can't have an offense built around Jonathan Taylor you just can't you can't run it back with this guy going for uh 332 carries 372 touches eight, 1811 rushing yards 20 touchdowns you have got to spread the wealth you got to spread the sugar a little bit or you're going to have trouble keeping number one him healthy number one two him strong throughout the season. And in number three, you know, you can't do it anyway, right? You can't build an offense around the run. This is not the Cleveland Browns of 1963. That, that's not what you can do. By the way, the Bears, the NFL champs in 63, so I don't know why I chose that year. But you, you just can't. It doesn't make sense. You look at the great running backs of all time, all right? Eric Dickerson. How many Super Bowls did he win? Donut. O.J. Simpson, how many Super Bowls did he win? Donut. Walter Payton, how many Super Bowls did he win? One, but that was the Bears' defense in 1985. Barry Sanders, how many did he win? None. Uh, sure, you know what? Emmett Smith won three, but they also had Troy Aikman, and they also had Michael Irvin, and they had a lot of guys. Emmett, Emmett Smith was not the straw that stirred that drink. 
defense won it. The, the, the last one with Charles Haley, that was a really good defense. You had a terrific quarterback. You had a really good set of wide receivers, actually. So, you know, you, you need to balance. You need balance. And if the Colts have balance, they can win. Their defense is good enough that if the offense is balanced, you can win. And you can win the AFC South, and you can go to the playoffs, and you can maybe succeed in the playoffs. But with the running game being your chief component offensively, you cannot win in the playoffs. You just can't. And so it's got to be Matt Ryan. It's got to be Frank Reich. If it's not, adios muchachos. All right, let's talk. Uh, uh, some news coming out of pigs.com. A couple of visits scheduled for Indiana basketball. Uh, you've got Deshaun Harris-Smith. He's set to visit in a week and a half. That's a good thing. He's a top 50 kid. Uh, Arrington Page, 6'9". He's going to visit the day before. So Page is going to visit uh, July 27th. Harris Smith is going to visit July 28th. Her uh, Page is a center at 6'9". Harris Smith is a 6'4 wing or point guard. I mean, let's face it, combo guard. That's what everybody is who's 6'4 to 6'6". Six, six. They're all combo guards. They can all do everything. Um, these two guys would help elevate Indiana's class, which is already ranked in the top 10. Thank you very much. Yeah, prayers for Greenwood and Beach Grove victims for sure. Last night, um, and the Good Samaritan who took care of business down there, thanks to him. And uh, my God, can we stop hurting people for the love of Pete? Um, but Indiana getting these two, if they can get these two guys, that makes 23 a really good class. They've got Ja'Kai Newton and Gabe Cups already, who are ranked inside the top 100. They are the number 7th ranked program in terms of 2023 recruiting. Indiana basketball rolling, Indiana football not rolling. Um, they're number 74 in recruiting for this upcoming uh, class, and we don't know what the hell they're going to be this year. We have no idea what Tom Allen's put together. A whole bunch of transfers out whole bunch of transfers in, a lot of new recruits. What's Indiana going to be coming off that 0-9 Big Ten season? Two wins overall, beat Idaho, beat Western Kentucky. Indiana's got to get better, and they got to get better in a hurry. That, you know what, when you sign a guy to an extension, you need to make sure that that guy's the guy. And I think that's what uh, Scott Dolson is learning, or... Maybe we're going to learn something. I'll learn something from the outside. If Tom Allen goes 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five this year, we learn. So I think to expect more than that it is a little bit. That would be suspiciously optimistic for, for a, a guy like me to think that Indiana somehow was going to go 8-4 and four and go to a big bowl. That seems a little bit, that's pie-in-the-sky lunatic level uh optimism wednesday level uh hope and and we just don't do that we try to deal in reality here and that that's what we do uh the pacers they wrapped up summer league play yesterday this was a terrible game to watch the pacers and the suns it was just awful no pacers scored in double figures they lose 60 or uh 84 69 they were 6 of 36 from me on the arc so they finished two and three in the summer league. No Matherin, no Duarte, no Jackson yesterday. No quality basketball yesterday. Ay, 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 ay. Fanbo Zhang, 
kind of fun to watch. Man, can he shoot free throws? His free throws just like poop, poop, perfect. Nice. Didn't do him any good yesterday, however. Uh, Pacers are getting hammered, mostly in social media, by people who wanted them to uh, offer more to uh, DeAndre Ayton. And, and more meaning, you know, put some sweeteners in the deal that the Suns would also have to match and make it more difficult for the Suns to match. But here's the thing. If you sweeten the deal to the point, in, in four years, $132 million, that's really sweet for DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, arguably, if you count Bridges as the third most important player on that roster, right? You got Booker, you got Paul, and Bridges or Ayton, number three, however you rank them. You've got Ayton as the third or fourth most important player on that roster, making $33 million a year now because of what the Pacers did, plus that whole Kevin Durant kind of recipe for a trade to Phoenix got much more complicated. That was the point of this deal. And and so if the Pacers had made it more difficult through sweeteners to get the Suns to match, that would have made the Pacers the owners of a bad deal for a player who really, like they didn't get to the NBA Finals, and he's the third or fourth most important player on the roster. Would that have made any sense? I mean, I'm, I'm full on in agreement that you issue the offer, four years, 132, that's cool by me, or 133, whatever it was. But to put the sweeteners in there, like a player option, trade clauses, no trade clauses, uh, incentives, uh, I'm not about that. I'm not, I don't want to do a bad deal in order to keep another team from matching a bad deal. That just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Cam Smith made putts yesterday. Rory McIlroy didn't. Rory hit all 18 greens, 36 putts, not a single one putt yesterday. You cannot win anywhere doing that, but certainly not at St. Andrews. Uh, Cam Smith goes 20 under, McIlroy 18 under, Cam Smith, the winner. Cubs ended a nine-game losing streak with a 3-2 win over the Mets yesterday. Almost two 10-game losing streaks in the front half of the season. All-star break starts today. Home run derby tonight. I could care less. I do not enjoy the home run derby. I don't like anything about it. I don't like it. And this red carpet nonsense, what the hell are you doing? Just go out and play. Can you let your play dictate your brand value rather than what kind of suit you wear and what kind of hat you wear. Are you, what are we doing? Fashion show with baseball players. Is that even a thing? Birthdays on this Monday. Let's celebrate some birthdays. Stephanie Duncan Allen, happy birthday. Pat Kinder, happy birthday. Alan McNear, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Happy Monday to you, Howard. I appreciate that. And happy Monday a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now. It is what we do. We talk about sports. Nothing but sports. Love sports. I love sports. I don't like the branding of sports as much. Hey, look. I'm wearing, you know, look what I'm wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All this stuff. All this nonsense on the periphery. 
I don't like any of it. I don't know who does. Does anyone? We'll talk to you about it later today. Can't wait.